0: It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present Voicemails, brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at
1: 317-559-PAIN.
2: If you'd like to contribute, 317-684-8444. Here we go with your voicemails. It is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. You ready for some phone calls? Oh
3: my goodness, I'm so ready, Casey. We've
2: got quite a few actually today, and I didn't even get to half of them, so a lot to go through. Uh, We were talking a lot about how the president was on vacation, and what did he spend, 10, 11 days in St. Croix, finally made it back to work late yesterday
3: nothing nothing says man of the people like Mm -hmm. 10 days in st croix in
2: in a mansion in st croix i'm just (laughs) like you somebody had a phone call about that
1: hello kendall and casey and welcome back hope you had a fantastic christmas and new years uh looking forward to listening to you this year hey uh i've been listening to you and you're talking about uh the president's vacations and as shocking as that is i just wonder how much money of taxpayer money has been spent on the on the last three presidents vacations now, i think that would be shocking i have heard it's over a hundred thousand dollars per hour for air force one now i don't know for that for sure but uh be shocking to find out just how much taxpayer money has been wasted on these jerks going on vacation. That's all I got. Thank you very much.
3: Yeah. It, 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 it is a it is a fair question. Now, what I always find amazing is you live in the White House as the president.
2: That's like a vacation on its own. Uh
3: yeah, have you ever been by the White House? Yeah. Pretty big. Mm-hmm. Uh I've seen a couple of uh, documentaries on tours of the White House.
2: Pretty nice. Yeah, uh, uh chef On staff, giving you whatever you want.
3: And yet these guys go on all these vacations to Mm -hmm. other places. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, again, the caller makes a good point. It costs an exorbitant amount because it's not like you or I, if we go somewhere where you can just pack up and go and, hey, do I want to fly? Do I want to drive? Here's the date. All right. Here's the cost. Let's go. I mean, logistically... It is a nightmare to move the president of the United States. You can't just put him in your local, you know, sedan and mm-hmm. drive where you want to go. It uh, just amazes me. These people have no shame of both parties. I mean, Bush did it. Uh, Clinton did it. Obama did it. Trump did it. Biden does it. About how much vacation time that they take when you actually live in a nice vacation house.
2: Right. And it's not like they're staying at the Hilton Garden Inn. I, they're staying at mansions supplied by donor friends, yeah, exactly. which means the Secret Service has to go in and sweep that building. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, good point. Somebody uh, we were talking a lot about what's going on down at the border. Uh, Aaron Houchin down there oh, right you, now.
3: Professional office hopper, Erin Houchin. Yep, down you, rem- there. you remember her? She is the uh, woman who ran for uh, Congress, mm-hmm. lost lost to Tennessee Trey Hollingsworth, Mm -hmm. then decided she would be good as being a state senator, ran for that, uh, I don't know, amnesia or head injury to the people in her district. They voted for her. And then in the middle of her legislative session, quit on those people and ran for Congress. But apparently the people of her district think so little of themselves, despite the fact that she quit on them, literally quit, like as in I resign and was open, I'm resigning so I can better run for Congress. Mm -hmm. Those people still voted for her. The... Horrible thing about that, though, is I get punished as a taxpayer because she is a U.S. representative now. I just want to make sure we all remember who we we're talking about when we yeah. talk about Aaron Houchin.
2: She's down visiting the border oh. right now, so we've been talking a lot about really the... getting to
3: the bottom of things, Casey. I'm sure yeah. she's just plowing in there. Uh-huh. She's just just nonstop getting to the bottom. Of what's going on? Her at the border. and Mayorkas
2: going to hold hands oh, and make a lot goodness. of changes. Oh, so we've boy. been talking a lot about the illegal migrants. And uh, somebody wanted to call and comment.
0: I think about all these illegal migrants and the upcoming election, and the COVID variant. One plus one plus one equals three. The COVID variant is going up. Mm-hmm. The Ill- illegal migrants are coming across the border. They're bringing that with them so there's more infection. And come come election time, we're going to be shut down just like we were on
3: last election. Mm-hmm. So that's just my thoughts.
2: No, we're not. Well, we'll see. We learned our lesson. No,
3: I don't think we did, Casey. You don't think so? No, absolutely not. I think if if old Lockdown McGee came out, let's say it's in August or whatever, mm-hmm. and said uh, COVID is a threat to humanity again, we're going to institute uh, mandatory masking, uh, we're going to shut down the businesses again, uh, I, I think there would be some people who would not comply, but I think generally society would. I mean, I, what, what, what punishment... Did any of these politicians get? Eric Holcomb is still the governor. Yeah. They're, the Indiana General Assembly has placed absolutely no barriers on him whatsoever. The state of Indiana reelected all of these Republicans who did nothing while he shut the the state down. Joe Hogsett was resoundingly reelected. Uh, the mayor of Indianapolis, which was the center of the, the lockdowns. Um, why would you believe that anything would happen to these people when nothing happened the last time? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think society is prepared to fight, and that's uh, that's a shame.
2: Okay, so earlier we were talking about how ESPN issued an apology for the flashing the boob. Uh, uh, <laughs> the woman showed
3: her chestular area uh, on yeah. on Bourbon Street there in, yeah, in New Orleans. That was yeah. all
2: part of the Sugar Bowl, and uh, so we got quite a few phone calls about that. So let's roll them, Kevin. Here's the first one.
0: In the uh, accidental flash, or whatever it was, for the uh, Washington. Texas game. I have uh, some fake news. Evidently, the woman that uh, was accidentally exposed uh, has come out and identified as a man. (laughs) So, (laughs) therefore, Walt Disney owning ESPN is about ready to retract their apology (laughs) and no harm no foul
2: thanks
3: I'll tell you who I actually felt really bad for Casey who and I'm being serious when I said this so there was some poor guy who was a Texas fan who was there for the game he had a Texas jersey on I don't know maybe you've seen this video on the internet he gets in an Uber and he sits down, and there somehow had been some remnants of coffee or something left on the seat. Well, the poor guy is wearing white shorts, which is why you should never wear white shorts. <laughs> Maybe he does deserve this because he wore white shorts with the with a white top.
2: His mistake.
3: And he got a brown stain on the back of his shorts.
2: Yeah. Well,
3: somebody is driving down the street i guess this was bourbon street there and you see this guy and it's in the light of day and it just dawns on him he's just gotten out of this uber and he's there with his wife and she's like pointing it out to him and it looks like the guy had pooped his pants (laughs) and this guy this poor guy becomes this viral Mm -hmm. sensation and Mm -hmm. everybody's laughing at him and finally the poor guy had to out himself and go on twitter and it's like I did not poop my pants. Here's what happened. There were numerous witnesses to this. Yeah. And the guy was kind of trying to handle it with, you know, good humor. But it's like that poor guy, everybody who knew him was pointing and laughing at him. He was the butt of societal joke and he didn't.
2: All he did was get a ride. Yes. Poor guy. Uh, Another phone call about the flashing.
0: Good morning, Kendall and Casey. Welcome back from the uh, new year. Uh, Happy 2024. Um, I didn't get to see the boob, um, (laughs) sadly. But um, maybe we should be apologized by the government because... We get to see a boob every day, and nobody says anything about it. I'm offended. Have a great day.
2: Don't hold your breath. Yeah. That apology is not coming. Um, okay, so you and I debated back and forth. Was that shot live? Was that a pre-recorded yeah. shot? I thought maybe it was a live shot. Yeah, I,
3: and I disagreed with you. I thought it was, there's. I thought all that it had, had to be B-roll they'd done the night before.
2: Yeah, and uh, somebody called and said that Rob, you're probably right.
1: Yes, I'm calling regarding the uh, comments made about uh, whether the broadcast uh, at Sugar Bowl was uh, live or not. I guarantee that uh, those shots were not taken live. Uh, Those were what the industry refers to as beauty shots, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to say the money would be on an editor who was scrambling to put all that video together and missed that shot. So, stuff happens. But I don't think that was live. Uh, They couldn't afford to have a cameraman just sitting out there waiting for a three-second beauty shot all over the place. So
3: that's how it went down.
2: I I still disagree. I still think it was live because an editor would have caught that. No, I don't know. Yes, they they catch everything.
3: Have you, okay, Casey, (laughs) have you seen the people we work with in this building? Mm -hmm, Are uh you certain they would catch everything?
2: Uh, A boob? flashed on the screen no yeah no I think so and they do go to multiple locations it's not like he's just gonna sit there on bourbon street with his camera they go all over the place
3: uh, I vehemently disagree with you. Shots. And, you know, there's really nothing worse than a woman who can't admit when she's wrong. I mean, it's just, <laughs> gosh, I mean, it's just, you had a chance to take the high road. Mm-hmm. And, uh, look, you're just going to further drag this conversation down into the mud. And I'm just, just very disappointed. All right, in you. one
2: last phone call then. And this one is uh, directed towards you, Rob. You're now a year older. So somebody wanted to give you some words of wisdom.
0: Hey, good morning, Casey, Rob, Kevin. Thank you for accepting my call. First of all, congrats on your previous new daughter's birth into your life. Also, happy belated birthday, man. 40 years old. I remember it well as I have children born in 82, 85, 98, 2001. Segment yesterday when you were claiming that you couldn't believe that Jeffrey Epstein's ex from this world did not seem like only four years ago. In time size I got news. I remember my daughter's birth 22 years ago. It seemed like four years ago. I was your age now. Trust me, if you think time is flying by the age of 40, I must enlighten you. The older you get, the faster it seems to go. All I can say is enjoy every minute. As wisdom does grow with age, Rob, you could get smarter. Just kidding. Stay on the airwaves, and who knows? You could conceivably be one of the best broadcasters in the business. Keep up the good work, all of you, and God
3: bless you all. Well, that was very nice of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, here is what I wrote. I actually wrote this in my daughter's journal about turning 40. And I said, when I turned 30, I had like a legitimate meltdown, like, crawl build a fort out of my covers and crawl <laughs> under the bed melt down, and not yeah. leave the that the house it mm-hmm. was and i i think about that what how i viewed turning 30 versus 40 and i think when you have things that make you look forward to the future you don't look back to the past and turning 30 was about a lot of the things that i perceived i would be missing sure. no longer being in my yeah. And as I turn 40, I recognized with the value that family, God and family has added in that order to my existence that I didn't have at 30, I didn't think a thing about turning 40. I was ex I was way more excited. To about turn turning 40, 40 than, than 30. I, than 30. Mm-hmm. And so kind of the I was trying to do messages with these journal entries. And so the message to her was you will not find lasting happiness in things that are not god and family and so i could encourage her at a much younger age than i did to make those things a priority because your career or your professional success or getting getting wild and rowdy with people at the bars those are maybe fleeting moments of happiness Mm -hmm. but they don't sustain you each and every day so i guess now i'm going to look at kevin and say Get to work, buddy. Mm-hmm. Get to work.
2: That's beautiful wisdom. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You got there eventually. It may have taken you 40 years, Yes, but you got I there. I got there. Gosh darn it.